Yes, welcome to another huge edition of All In. We are back week two, I believe. Didn't count to uh, at least five, so the chance we'll be able to keep count of that for another few more weeks. But it is All In. We are here to have a look at the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes and plenty of other uh, big, big races ahead this Saturday. Lewis Willoughby from Sky Racing, Dean Watling from uh, DeanWatling.com and about 74 other uh, media outlets. Uh, good morning to you, Louis. That joke will never get old, Gunnar. It really won't. Yeah. Um, I, 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 in fact, I think you've sold him short with 70, to be honest with you. I thought it was <laughs> starting to push into triple figures. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Another group one weekend coming up, and it should be a cracker. Some good group twos in Sydney, which are key lead-ins to big group ones in the autumn. Um, the Apollo Stakes, etc., are always key lead-in races to a few further on down the track. So it's interesting to see what happens. It's all happening, and uh, Dino, obviously you've had a uh, an enormous uh, night and yesterday afternoon, uh, you know, celebrating the win of your Kansas City Chiefs, which uh, obviously you're a big fan of them. You've been a big <laughs> fan since you were born, born into the team, and uh, <laughs> mate, full credit to you. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, boys. The day day one are over here. Speaking of adding jobs to resumes, can I saw you add a bloodstock agent to your um, Twitter bio too the other day. I saw you out at English Classic Sales. Got a couple of horses out now. You're a bloodstock agent, mate. So congratulations to you. Correct. Yep, I got 412 horses out. I still don't know where to start. And someone said to me they did a thing for Beery, and I had to walk around and and like be his mate. And someone's like, "Oh, you didn't say much." I said, "Mate, I wouldn't know where to start." I'm absolute. <laughs> like that's the head, and they got four legs. I'll let you know how they go once they hit the track, though. Hey, um, boys, <laughs> big weekend. Uh, just went past some really, really good wins. I thought uh, with the win of a horse called Estriella was just phenomenal. Really, really good down at Caulfield. I was very, very impressed with her run. Mr. Brightside was phenomenal. Uh, Louis, first of all, let's just go to Mr. Brightside. If you had to take Mr. Brightside or Pride of Jenny moving forward over 1,600 metres, next start, who would it be? I think it's still it's still Mr. Brightside, but it, it, it will be dependent on um, when that race is run. So the yarn coming out of the camp was that he's, he's pretty tired after that run. But I would assume Pride of Jenny may have to be as well, doing it tough up on speed. That was, I think I said at the time, he's obviously got some incredible wins on his resume. He's a two-time Doncaster winner, etc. I thought that was one of his best Group 1 wins because at the 200... At the 150 and at the 100, I thought we, he's not going to win. It actually got worse. At 200, I think, okay, he might not win. At the 150, I went, oh, geez. At the 100, I said, oh, I can't win. And he still won. He knuckled down and he found the line. Uh, that's that's signs of a, a true champion kind of horse. And I think the further his racing career goes, that that word champion won't be a stretch to put alongside his name. He is an incredible horse. But as they said, He's tired after that and, and deservedly so. He had to really knuckle down. I think they'll get him back. They're good trainers, the Hayes. Not getting back, but like, you know, make sure he's he's right on track uh, for the remainder of the campaign. So um, you haven't answered my question, which is fantastic. Uh, Mr. Brightside. Yeah, I did at the opinion. start. I said Mr. Brightside. Okay, okay. Come on, and then, and then you went and backpedaled on me. Dino, uh, who would you be taking moving forward? Uh, I am more price-related. I think Brightside's going to be short no matter where he goes. I think the only kryptonite maybe to his run, which we saw on the weekend, was Prodigy and the way that she runs. I think if you step another 200 metres, I doubt he probably gets there. Uh, probably hard to say that is, but I would be going Prodigy just on a price basis, Gano. Here we go. So, so Dino's with Prodigy. Yeah, I, I'm still happy to be, be with Mr. Brightside. 
albeit the track, you know, the way the track played on the day was definitely in his favour. However, he was what, nearly six and a half lengths uh, off them, and, and it was a very, very impressive win. I can't knock you for being with Pride of Jenny, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be very, very close and very, very interesting. But the best thing is we're talking about a Group 1 contest that was really good, delivered the goods in, what, early February, and we've got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. So really good stuff for the game. Uh, horse to follow, Dino, and then Louis. Anything, any horse that sort of just jumped out of the ground and you were really, really keen to be with? Three for me, Rag Queen, Marcus, and I thought our supporters run had a lot of merit for me, Louis. I have not reviewed the weekend at all. Uh, all right, Dino's got three. Outside run, so I got no idea. Beautiful. Hey, um, fellas, let's kick off with the uh, Black Caviar Lightning Stakes, Flemington, thousand meters. And uh, Louis, we'll give you some odds. Then I'll go to you. Imperatrice, a dollar eighty with Tab, the Green Cafe. I'm unstoppable, five dollars. Private Eye, five dollars. Cylinder, D Lane booked, eight dollars. Bella Nipatina, nines. Espiona, elevens, and fifty-one dollars. Other than that, and I don't think there's that many more horses nominated than what we just saw there. Pretty disappointing field, Louis. Agree. It's come up very light, which is a real shame seeing that the dollar eighty favourite is not trialling very well and it could have been a great opportunity for a number of different horses to come in and, and try and spoil the party. And I guess the reason you're still getting a dollar eighty is because, well, it just hasn't come up that strong. Mm-hmm. Um would you still be diving into the dollar eighty? I ummed an art over this this morning when I was thinking about it. I'm gonna side with no. I wanna have a bet on cylinder at eight dollars. I think it's the one that um perhaps i could i could side with here you mentioned damien lane gets booked to ride which is uh an obvious huge positive first up the two jump outs i think have been good one the latest at flemington was really good through the line in the warwick farm one uh, unproven down the straight off that coolmore failure but i think i think you have to be forgiving on, on that uh the sp was strong and you know you just you, you just can't pan a horse completely down the straight off off one fail at the end of a preparation. So I'm willing to say that the straight is no problem. Has a great first up record, three starts, two wins, and a minor placing. And to top that all off, James Cummings is adamant this horse needs a Group One, obviously to further his career. Still being a cult, gets a huge opportunity in a pretty weak field to do it this Saturday. So it's the one I wanted to beat eight dollars, Dino. <laughs> Yeah, I like that bush. I think uh, he was deep in there in the prep the last time I saw him down the straight too. So I think you make a good point. Trust his SP. Don't watch the run there in the Coolmore Stakes. Fascinating contest. I can't dive in Imperial Trees at the price of her latest trial. Um, I wouldn't say it's end of the world sort of stuff for the trial, but it just told me that I don't want to chime in first up um, off the back of that. So happy to watch her go around. Fascinated to see what Joe Pride says this week in regards to Private Eye. We know he sort of got into... Not a Twitter war, but a couple of comments on Twitter in regards to who's the best sprinter in the world. Is it Private Eye? Think about it or Imperatrice. So I'm thinking he's going to have Private Eye up to the mark, ready to win this race first up. And um, I think Private Eye potentially at his very best and Imperatrice maybe a length or two off her best. I could see that happening. So at the price, Gano, I would lean the way of Private Eye. Who did, uh, who did Joey get into a Twitter war with? No, it wasn't a Twitter war. It was just like a bit of a, I think it was a debate. Uh, some media, someone in media probably said that Imperatrice is the best in the world, but then obviously she hasn't raced. Think about it, the Everest champion, and um, well, and they're, well, they're right, private eye as well. Yeah, we rated. Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. It's okay. Yeah, but so it'll be interesting. It'll be in, it'll be in Joey's favour that Imperatrice looks like she's half struggling and and maybe hasn't come up. So uh, mm. as luck would have it, 
Joey may also be right. So we'll see how it goes. It'd be really interesting. I I found it fascinating, you know, what you do with this race if Imperatrice isn't there, but then you ask yourself the question, well, I'm sure she's going to be pretty close. Even an 80% version of her is as good as these. Mm. You know, so... I just don't think it's a betting race. Like it doesn't make it a betting proposition. However, if I was to have a play, if you asked me to give you a tip right now, I'm with Cylinder. So that that's the way I'd go. Right. The uh, let's go to Sydney. The Apollo Stakes. Uh, Fangirl two dollars fifty. Militarized four fifty. Think it over. Four dollars fifty. Buckaroo six dollars. Lindemann eight dollars. And uh, well, eleven dollars. The rest. Do you know any opinion of the Apollo Stakes? Yeah, I probably think Fangirl's a touch short in this. I know um, she's a, a nice, fresh horse. 49 meters ran weeks probably suits her to the ground. But with a pattern, I think you're always guessing a little bit. I'm really keen to see what Buckaroo does here. Um, I've been a big uh, advocate for him back this preparation. He's now with Chris Wally's two trials have been super. His track work's been great. I think he had a gallop between runs last week, which they um, videoed and put it on Twitter. So he's the one I'm interested in at a price. Um but again, Lou, this is another race where I feel like the market's going to be the same when we get to Saturday. So keen to see him, but um, he's probably too short to be back in now. Yeah, interesting. You mentioned the trial of Buckaroo because that was alongside a few of these, including Fangirl. Uh, I don't know if it was the latest one or the first one, but I thought Buckaroo was getting very tired through the line in that trial and Fangirl was savaging it mm. from the back. Yeah, that was the latest one. Yeah, so, but, you know, I'll be honest with everyone, and I've said this multiple times, I am no trial guy at all. I almost tend to never look at them and hence probably never back first up horses, to be fair, which is, you know, struggling me a bit this week because a lot of them are first up. I think the last eight years, the winner of the Lightning been first up, so I need to figure something out. Um, I thought it was fangirl, but I agree with Dino at the price. No, good first up record, won the Group 1 Winks last prep when resuming. Thought it was the pick of them when trialling, but yeah, I couldn't dive into this market at this stage, Gano. Then, how do you think Think It Over's come back? There's been some nice market for support for it, six into four dollars fifty. Yep, trials have been super. He's honest as the day is long, and he has the tactical versatility which Fangirl lacks. So, no, no knock at all the trials. Um, I think that's what you want to see. His trials have been good. Yep, trials have been good. Best version of this horse goes very, very close here and militarise. Uh, no real push for, for it there. I thought his trial was pretty good, Dino. Yeah, it's one that you just don't look at the trials. Uh, it is a dead set race day horse. I think oh, I got burnt in the spring uh, yeah. potting it because it's trials are no good. Just worry about it on race day because it is a race horse. Just on that, though, the trials, his recent trial was okay and maybe a little bit more improved from what we saw last yeah. spring. Does that give you any indication that, well, maybe the horse has just jumped out of the ground? Yeah, it could do. Uh, Waller, at the best of days, is going to be hard to catch, but it is a good uh, example for all the listeners out there and everyone watching that um, that's the way I sort of do it. You look at the trials back from last prep to this prep, you can get a gauge on if it's come back better or not. Um, I find him a really hard horse to catch at the trials, um, yeah. but I would say they're definitely better than spring because the spring they were dead set awful when you come out around a bottle the first up. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I find it hard just to go around militarise. I think he's got to ask himself the question, is $4.50 the right price? Probably not. I think we can be be patient. Uh, it, it is a race where there is a fair bit of class here, and 
they might just underestimate this horse, and I think you might get a better price come uh, come Wednesday and, and even Saturday morning there. I hope they do. Uh, Expressway Stakes will stick in Sydney uh, for a little longer. Buenos Noches, 240. King of Sparta, 350. Golden Mile, 450. Straight Acer, 450. Fair Dink and walk next door, Louis, and tell Timmy Ryan just to have a crack. <laughs> Dead set. <laughs> Cole Crusher, $8. Louis, what's your opinion on the Expressway Stakes? Uh, I'm going to have a little nibble at Golden Mile, albeit I'll preface that by saying I don't think the 450 is any spoils and you probably get yeah. that on race day. So it is, a, is it a good you know all-in play at a price, something to chop out on later? No. Uh, but if you're asking for a tip in the race now, that would be the one it is. Ran second in this race last year. Uh, and if you go back to last preparation when resuming, just completely forget that, got chopped out, lucky to stay on its feet, etc. So that's not a good guide of how it goes first up. Uh, the Rose Hill trial, I thought of Golden Mile behind Fasil, or for, yeah, however you say it, was really good. Yep. And I just thought maybe, you know, over some horses like Straight Acer, Cole Crusher, Vienna Princess, just appreciates the 1,200 metres a bit more than them uh, around the same price bracket. Obviously, Buenos Noches and, and King of Sparta are also very good sprinters. But around those in, in the same price bracket, I thought it was probably the pick of them at the distance. Uh, King of Sparta... You know, it's funny. I, I was originally going to come on this show and be like, okay, this is the one I really want to be against uh, because it doesn't win out of the Gold Coast, etc. Gee, I was looking at some of the work of the, some others, Cole Crusher, Straight Acer, but then they don't look like they're flying. I could be proven wrong 100%, but gee, I don't think they look like they're really going well. And that win up in the Gold Coast of King of Sparta was, was pretty good. Yeah. So I really wanted to be heavily against it, but now... Ah, oh, but I'm a little, I'm a little worried about it that it could lob up here and win. But Golden Mile for me, Dino. Yeah, I like the push for Golden Mile, and I like the push for King of Sparta. I think we saw last week Cabalas, um race fitness add into a race where maybe there was better horses, but that race fitness carried him a long way. Oh, I'm no surprise to see Boyd's such a short cross favourite here. Like you mentioned, Louis, you got Straight Aces coming off his 1600 metre horse. Vienna Princess is probably the same. Zugotcha. Geez, the query one, they trained her like an Everest sprinter last preparation, it backfired, and then you look at Cephas and the rest, they're all sort of 14 to 1600 metre horses. So no surprise to see the top three in the market, all the horses are 1200 metre, probably out and out stars. I think Buenos not just wins, don't want to take the price, no. Um, this is another race, Gunner, that I think the market's, it feels like a race day market without barriers. It does. If I could get a firm push, which we'll try and work on, um, Maybe our man Dino can do so during the show. That Buenos Noches is 100% going here, 100% lining up. I don't actually mind the $2.40. I, I think that he's clearly the best horse in the race. I can envisage, envisage a few of these horses as 12 horses nominated. I think you might get closer to a field of eight. And you get down to a field of eight, he's a genuine $2 shot. And I think he's better than these. Like, good and proper better than these. This is a horse that is in Everest contention, and I don't think we could really say that about uh, any of these others. So mm -hmm. I think you'll run them into the ground, bit far too good for them. And... I will say, you know, if, yep. if you want that confirmation, our uh, good friend Trav Noonan, who prepares those uh, likely fields markets, he's twice tweeted that this horse is definitely going there. First of all, Feb 11th said that Matt Smith said he'll – Definitely be in Sydney for the first up run, unlikely to start in the caviar, Black Caviar Lightning, and then went on to say that Nashville has been booked. So I think if you're looking for a good yeah. push, gee, nothing certain, obviously, but you'd have to be 99% sure that this is where it's going, right? 
Well, that's why we uh, that's why we employ you, Louis, to do all the hard work and go to Trav's Twitter page and give us the information. So. <laughs> <laughs> full get it, full get it, that's, that's super stuff. Yeah, well, bonus not just clearly on top, and I I think he's a class runner in the race. I'll be surprised. Only Balak will get him beat, and I think he'll be winning. Uh, right, let's go to uh, you to check out the the light fingers, lads. Before we go, have a look at the uh, CS Hayes and the Vanity, which will be coming up. But I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll get the uh, we'll, we'll get the listeners to give us uh, well, we'll give us their best bet, their best all in play. But we're going to go to it be race specific, and then Dino's going to give away um, one of his one of his prizes for sure, like we used to do in the in the spring. One of his jerseys. You got jerseys, Dino? I don't know what I've got left. I think I got hats maybe somewhere. I'll, I'll fish up now. I'll, I'll be able to find something. Dino will find you a hat. Worst case, he he can um, either give you his Patrick Mahomes jersey, or you can send oh. your Patrick Mahomes jersey to Dino, and Dino will sign it for you. <laughs> <laughs> which is just a classic stitch up right give us the winner of the black caviar lightning stakes uh let us know who you think is going to win that race and if you do uh we will look for we'll get someone uh a, a bit of uh deanwatling.com merchandise even the barrier tenant i miss those days the, the jumper oh, you've so got good. any jumpers left over they'd be, we're they'd be worth they'd be worth so much now like oh. <laughs> i've got a lot of stains on mine but i think if i take it the dry cleaner it'll double in value so um, really keen to get that back out in the winter. In fact, I can't wait for this to be over so I can just turn the aircon on 18 and hop in it. Now, righto, <laughs> that's enough, Bill. Fair think I've lost the plot. Tab, light fingers, stakes, all in market, learning to fly, $2.80. Tis Invincible, $3. Mumbai Muse, absolutely airborne, this horse, $7. Kiyomuchi, 8 Arctic Glamour, 9s. Autumn Ballet, 15 And uh, longer the rest. Dino, what do you like in the tab, light fingers? Uh, what a fascinating race. Uh, this will be the race today for sure. Learning to fly has tried up like an absolute rocket. It's had three trials and a track gallop. So it is rock up, ready to go first up. They obviously will be targeting the surround stake second up over 1,400 metres. Tis Invincible, she's come back better. Her trials have suggested that as well. And like you mentioned, Mumbai Muse is absolutely flying the trials too. So... I think the top three in the market are the ones I want to be with. Is there a bet in the race? I could potentially suggest at the odds currently that Cristilia, who was a black booker, I think, of mine and yours, Gano, last week. She's another one who comes to the race with race fitness edge um, compared to these ones first up. So maybe at a price this far out, she's a bet. I think learning to blind Tizzy Vincent will fight the race out, but I can't tell you to chime in at $3 a piece with them too, Lou. Yeah, nothing for me here, but I agree. Really, really good race. I was doing this race on Sky One this morning, Gano, and I didn't want to inflate your ego too much, but I said some very, very sharp minds are telling me that Mumbai Muse is flying at the moment. <laughs> uh, I, thought been, I thought you might have picked that one up, but you must have been tuning in. Fair enough. Uh, no, great race, though. Can't wait. To I, 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 you wouldn't believe it, Louie. I watch every morning, except this morning I had to go give some... Um, give some golf tuition and uh, I missed out but if there's a rerun, rerun of it I would most definitely tune yeah, in yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you uh, that's very nice of you to talk about Brody Nixon like that anyway um, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let's head on down and have a little chat about we're going to go to the uh, CS Hayes happy to go there lads yep Beautiful. King yep. Colorado, 350. Ho, ho, ho. He's come back enormous. It's the party, 450. Otago, $7. Riff Rocket, Riff Rocket $7. And uh, $11 longer for everything else out the door. Louis, what do you like in the CS Hayes? I'm going to have a bet on Et to Brut at $11. And it opened $26 originally, which would have been great. I 
Say eleven dollars is about. You no, know, not me. I wish. Um, I'd say eleven dollars is about its price now. You you wouldn't be taking single figures against some of these at the top, but gee, I think this is a, a real talented horse. Damien Lane booked a ride first up win at Sandown. It was a maiden, but it got back off a fast tempo. It flew home to win. It was a meeting best last two hundred. The figures were really strong off a hot speed, which is always good to see. And this race can be taken out by horses of a similar profile. If you go back two years ago, Pinstriped came out and won this, was a maiden winner, then went to a Vobus race, I think, and won and then won this. But it's not impossible to take this out without having been to the to the lofty heights of, of Group 1s or, or the like. So, yep, I'm keen on it. And they won this last year in those same colours. I think it's Sum and Hedge Bloodstock's colours. Um, the horse is now in Hong Kong. One of my mates. Elliptical. Yes. Yep. Same thing. Same colours. Same connections. So maybe a bit of a target race. I like it at Tabrut. I think it's a smart horse and that'll do me. Dino? Yeah, I like this race. Oh, I'm fascinated to see what happens to King Colorado here. Uh, he was outstanding first up, coming off the Cox Play win where he's blown up on speed. Is he flat? Does he come on? I think if you can figure that out, you probably figure out the winner. But oh, I want to be slightly against him at the price. I think a smoother running transit with Sapati threw his head off first up. I think he can bounce back. I know he's flying before that first up failure. I think the one the market's completely missed and don't, I'm not 100% sure it's going here, but Tannhausen has been trolling like a dead set rocket in Sydney. It's around $15 or so in the market, I think, Gano, if you can confirm. Townsend? Um, yeah. Tannhauser or Townsend? Tannhauser, yeah. 17. Tannhauser, yeah. So I'm going to have a two-bet play on them. I think um, Tannhauser, yeah, really nice horse. Didn't quite get to see the best of it in the spring. So I think we get a price for that. Respect That's what we're here for. You boys are on fire because I think King Colorado is clearly the best horse in the race. And, well, you know, I don't think you want to take the $3.50 because you're not sure about barrier draws or, or set up on the day. But you boys have found a couple there that would probably start shorter. So that's, that's very good. King Colorado, uh, for the record, with uh, with my play, Tab Vanity, uh, Louis. I think you're on for us here. Molly Nickers three fifty. Infatuation five dollars. Uh, Basilina eight. Grenzinger Bell eight. And uh, well, longer the rest, Louis. Yep, another one on the price here. Pink Shandon, who is nine dollars with Tab at the moment. Jamie Carr's going to ride this one. Another runner who comes off a maiden victory last start, similar to Wet to Brute, that was a maiden packing and win. It found an awful spot in running. It was cast. It was back on the fence, no chance, in behind a slow tempo, and you just kind of had your head in your hands if you'd backed it there. But it ended up saving ground, weaving its way through. It ran the second best 400 to 200 split when improving, still a fifth best last 200 under pretty light riding late, and just has some fitness on her side versus Molly Nickers and Azalina, who are at the top of the market. Infatuation's obviously a bit fit up. Uh, but, yeah, I think, again, a horse with some talent coming off a maiden grade into a race against her own sex that that isn't impossible for, uh, you know, last start maiden winners to be taking out. So, yeah, happy to have something on Pink Shandon. Dino, you got anything for this one? No, I would be following you in there, Lou. I think that's a nice price. I think probably a couple at the top of the market. Very easy race, but um, I like the price there. So I'll follow you in, Lou. Gano? Love that. No opinion whatsoever. So we're all on Team Lou, and uh, hopefully you got the $13 because whew, you're... Uh, you're another low, one he's moved. Low flying. Another one you've moved. The market mover. We'll have to change your name to the market mover, son. <laughs> you're low flying. How do you like my microphone this week? Is it sounding good? It is sounding good. It is sounding very good. Yours is in the mail, Lou. 
Um, oh. And we sent Dino's to his old address, so <laughs> he probably won't get it for a while. Yeah, that's right. I need to put my I put my earpods in the washing machine, so they're gone. Oh, so I've got no. nothing at the moment. I need them. Absolute disaster for Lewis Willoughby. It's lucky you find plenty of winners, mm. uh, and you'll be able to go down to Apple and buy yourself a pair. Hey, uh, lads, give us your best all-in play uh, for this weekend, Louis. I, it's a bit I, like I, that, isn't it, Louis? Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go cylinder, but I really like those two at a price in the CSAs and the Vanity Et to Brut and Pink Shandon, but only because they're. Bigger quotes. It's not, you know, a, a strong. It'd be more like a maybe a one by two or one by three kind of bet with them. So cylinder, but gee, I'm keen on those two at a price. Love it, Dino. Yep, says Hayes. Louis is not going to go there, so I will. Two prong attacks to party and ten Hauser, please. Can Beautiful, I? awesome. Make sure you're out there, punters. You put in your winner for the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes the horse. You think we'll get the job done. We'll be able to get you a bit of merch out from a man, Dino, uh, and uh, that'll, well, that might come out to you within a week or so. If there's more than one of you in the in the comments, we'll just choose one. Probably the person I like the best is the one I'll choose. Uh, of course, it'll be a randomizer, please. Uh, my best all-in play will be Buenos Noches. Uh, you're not getting much of a price, but I think $2.40, it'll start probably closer to $2 and should brain them. Now, fellas, midweek racing. Um Racing sort of starting to get a little bit better during you know during these midweek cards now. Anything you can steer us into tomorrow, Dino? Yeah, race six, number seven, Balkans. I think it's come back good. Good Dolphin horse. I know they're not flying at the moment, but they're going good enough. And I'll have a little save on Godfather for the Snowdens around nine dollars there. So Kensington race six, number seven, Balkans. A little save on the two Godfather. Lou, you got anything for us? Yeah, before I tell you mine, I I don't know if you guys have done. The Kenzo tomorrow. There's a horse in the last called Tumbling, who is mm. in the market, looks better than them. I, I haven't watched them. I saw in the form guide two trials, 10th of 10 and 10th of 10, and beaten margins. Mm. Yep. What's going on with Tumbling? Um, that is becoming a theme for this stable. They did it the last two weeks, and I have done exactly same as what you'd think you'd do, Lou, and say that they can't win off the trials, but then for some reason they come out and race, they, and they can race on speed. I think this horse did it last preparation as well, so I've got no idea. I think it must be something to do with their data, where they can get them fit enough, or I'm, yeah, I've, yeah, I'm still yet to figure that out for 2024. I reckon you want to work it out pretty quick, because I know what they're doing, and if they keep winning, we're going to miss the boat. Yeah, legit. Uh, mm. I'm going to go Ballarat, race four, number five, into you. Ran third at Sandown on debut at a big price. Ran really good sectionals, and you're still getting a good price for its second start here in a winnable race. Race four, number five. At I'm Ballarat. going south. I'm going to Ballarat, race five, number six, Pondalowie. Horse is brilliant on debut. Uh, got it marked. Pondalowie. Pondalowie. Mm. Pondalowie. Got it marked $1.50, getting two bucks. Just looks too good for him. Uh, obviously, what race? Is. Yeah. What's that, mate? What race is that? Uh, race, race five, number six. Have I said race six, number five? No, 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 no. I'm just getting on. That's all. Uh, <laughs> sorry. There you go. Just confused. <laughs> just confused all 308 people um, that listen to our show. Uh, Ballarat, race five, number six. There goes the price. Yeah, right at dollar fifty. It's down two dollars. Uh, by the time Louis gets on it, it'll be uh, into dollar seventy-five. So. Uh, Best of luck. Hopefully that lobs, and then we can uh, build a bank on, on on the boys' tips and have a have a nice afternoon on Saturday. If you want to get Dean Watling stuff, deanwatling.com. Place to go. Yep, jump 
jump on the website, sign up um, for the rest of the stuff. Jump on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. Follow us there. Give us a spray. Be kind. Actually, it's my birthday week. Been going for two weeks, yeah. please. Happy birthday, Dino, for uh, for the other day. And uh, full celebrations, obviously, uh, were, were at hand yesterday for you. Uh, Louis, get all your stuff. Sky Racing, it's free. Morning line, 9 a.m.? Yes. Morning line, 9 a.m. Or yeah, 8 a.m. if you want to watch some uh, UK dogs and American trots. But 9 a.m. probably, yeah. Have you have you ever managed to steer steer anyone into a winner of those or? No, nah, I don't even really talk for him. If I'm being honest, I'm doing prep for what's happening in the next hour. Uh, we've got Jasper Franklin on tomorrow. If this goes out before Wednesday morning, mm, really, will. it'll be out, out tonight. Sweet, Jasper it'll Franklin, be. who a lot of you guys will know, apprentice now up in Queensland, had a stint in Sydney, took some time off in his back. It's going to be a good chat. Beautiful. Uh, TheGreatTipoff.com. Search me, Gavin. That's how you get my stuff. Really simple. Uh, righto, fellas. Been an absolute ball. Uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe on a Monday. Maybe on a Tuesday. Maybe Dina might have another American sport that sets us back another day. Uh, we'll find out. But uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, as always, fellas. Thanks, boys. <laughs> See ya. Bye for now.